thankful to be in his house tonight. Appreciate the Lord so much. God's good to us. You can be seated wherever you are tonight. And thank you for being with us, like I say, by live stream or either uh, those that are here tonight. Um, we are uh, putting our Monday night prayer at 7 is back on our regular schedule. And also Wednesday night service uh, for regeneration, youth, and the adult class. We have not started the children's church back yet. Uh, or Kids Power Hour that we normally had on Wednesday nights, but uh, we will be uh, moving into that, uh, but that will be uh, later on, probably in the month of June, but we are going to make sure our kids are taken care of. We're thankful that God's uh, just blessing and taking care of us and making a way where we can start to get back together, and we certainly want to take advantage of that and get back into the house of the Lord and, and get back to doing things for the kingdom of God. God's good to us tonight. I will get right to my lesson tonight, and uh, I'll try to stay in one place if I can. Uh, I know I've got this camera zoomed in tonight. I want to stay where you can see me, and I'm going to try to stay right here and teach something tonight that I just, uh, sometimes reading in the scripture, you know, you see something good, and if you'll just take your time and look at it, and it'll teach you something, and that's what I want to do tonight is try to teach us a little about something about uh, our faith in God and having faith in God and trusting Him tonight. And so uh, in Hebrews chapter uh, 10, I, I mentioned uh, some things out of Hebrews on Monday night at prayer, and, uh, but this uh, is going to be a little different, but it's uh, just all, all good. I, we, we need to have faith in God. We need to be trusting the Lord. And I tell you, there's nothing better uh, than going to that book of Hebrews sometimes and just reading very slowly, reading through and seeing what God is saying about having faith in Him. Hebrews 10 and 35, uh, the writer said, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. So if you read real fast, you'll just blow right by uh, the first part of that or the second part. Some people are so reward-driven that they jump right past having confidence, and some are so focused in on what they're doing in the trial they're in that they forget that there's a reward coming for it. So cast not away, therefore, your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. Hold on to what you got. It means something. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. And I'm going to preach tonight uh, from Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith. So let's pray for the lesson tonight, and you pray for your pastor tonight. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful word. We thank you for what it does, what it accomplishes in our life. And I ask you now, Lord, to bless the preaching of it, the teaching of it, Lord. Anoint these lips of clay. Let our hearts be good ground. Let us receive your word tonight, and we can be better and be changed and be ready to meet you when you come. We ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand for his word tonight. God's good to us. Thankful for the Word of God. Thankful to be in His house tonight. Praise God. 
Appreciate you joining in with us tonight. Now, I'm going to uh, talk about uh, now faith, but maybe not in the sense that it was written right here. I want to maybe do a little play on words because, you know, I feel like he's saying, well, now faith is the substance of thing hoped for, but sometimes we need now faith which means for your present situation. Now, we live in a world, and especially today, where the prevailing line of thought for us, for the society, is seeing is believing. If I, I've got to see it if I'm going to believe it. I'm not going to believe it unless I see it. And in a world like we live in today, a wor- world of goods and services and tangible assets, products that are sold, that can be a good rule of thumb to keep you from getting scammed. Because I'm not just going, somebody's going to come up to me and say, hey, I'm going to sell you this item and it will do all these things. It's going to cost you $500. Well, I want to see it and I want to see it work before I give you $500. If I see it do the things you say, I'll believe it, I'll buy it. I don't have to have faith so much in products of the world. I, you're going to sell me something I want to see. I want nobody tell me, do you want what's behind door number one? I'm like, open the door. I want to see what's behind door number one. I'm not taking your word for anything. But, uh, but seeing is believing. That, that doesn't work. And that's, that doesn't apply uh, to living by faith. That's not how living by faith works. And he said the just shall live by faith. Now, we know that people, even in the Scriptures, had to contend with this concept or struggle with it even might be a better description because we've read in the Scripture how people wanted to see. Thomas was a good example who was not around when Jesus first first appeared after the resurrection. He said, unless I can put my fingers in the nail print and cast my... put." thrust my hand into his side, into that wound, I will not believe. He would not believe in the resurrection unless he could see it and touch the wounds. Of course, we know when Jesus uh, showed up, he said, here's my hands, here's my side. And he said, because you have seen, you have believed, but blessed are those who have believed yet have not seen. Then Philip, uh, also when Jesus was talking to him about who he was, Philip says, Show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. Now, Jesus was the evidence of the unseen because he was the express image of the invisible Father. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Jesus was the evidence. So uh, Jesus says, you know, looking at him like, hey, have I been so long with you and you don't know me? But Jesus was the evidence. But see, Philip still struggled, said, show me, show me, and I can be satisfied. And then many times the Jews, it was recorded that they would say things to Jesus. They would ask a sign of him, who are you that you are doing these things? And who are you that you can teach these things or work these miracles? And they said they would ask a sign of him so they might believe. But every miracle that Jesus did was evidence of who he was as recorded by Moses and the prophets if they had just believed the word. And so 
Now, it does increase our faith when we see or hear a miracle. If we have an answer, we know we're, we're, of course, we're excited when we see something. If somebody we see is praying for healing and we see them healed, well, that increases our faith. And when you can hold a blessing in your hand because you prayed for it, now it's materialized and you've got it, hey, that increases your faith. Uh, but what we see or what we have is not faith and it's not hope. If you have it, it's not faith. If you have it, it's not hope because the Scripture teaches us different than that. In Romans chapter 8, um, look, look what he says here in Romans 8 and 24. He says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for it? Why would you hope for what you can see? It's like, well, I hope I get this job. Well, you, and let's say you get the job. You don't wake up the next day and say, man, I hope I get this job. Well, you got the job. Yeah, but I hope I get it. That don't even make any sense. You can't reconcile that. You, know, you say, man, I hope it don't rain today. And you go outside and the sun's shining. You say, man, I hope it don't rain. It's sun's shining. It's, what do you mean? You got what you asked for. It's not hope anymore. It's not faith anymore. It's a, uh, and so he's saying, we are saved by hope, but, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for it? Um, and then, but if we hope for that we see not, if we have faith in what we don't see, then do we with patience wait for it. Look how all this lines up with the scripture we just read. We're going to go back and, and show you that's exact language almost from Hebrews 10, 35 through 39. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You have need of patience that after you have done the will of God. All this ties in together. Hope that is seen is not hope. And if it's not hope, then it's not faith. Because faith is the substance of things that are hoped for. So, and we hope for what we see not. I have, I don't have to have faith for what I see. It's there. I don't have to have faith that you're here. I see you. I don't have to have faith that I'm standing here. I'm here. I don't have to have faith in the things that I hold that I can see. That's not faith. But whenever I am in a situation that I can't see the way out, that's when I need uh, now faith. Because I need, sometimes in my present, in my now, where I'm at, I don't see an answer. I don't see what God's doing. And that's where I need my faith. Because this life is a life lived by faith. That doesn't mean I live by seeing every single answer that's going to be laid out for me. I have to hope for what I see not. I've got to have faith that what I don't see is going to come to pass. And so he said, we're saved by this hope. Let me tell you, you don't have faith. You got no chance of being saved. And you're not going to even be, you try to serve God without faith, man, your sanity is going to leave you because you're going to always be questioning, where is God? What's God doing? Maybe God don't love me. You've got to have faith in him. You have to believe that he is 
or have faith in him and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But he does not give you everything you're going to be rewarded with all at once. Sometimes you're going to hope for what you see not. But it is not like he is dangling a carrot in front of us that we will never be able to catch. Friend, he's, when we hope for these things, we have confidence in these things because faith makes things happen. When we have faith in God, things come to pass. He will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. But let me tell you, he will not uh, stuff you with them. He will not overload you with them. He will supply as you need. He never gives you so much that you say, hey, I don't need anything else. And he never gives you so little that you curse his name. He will give you what is convenient for you. And so when I uh, find myself in my now, in my present time, with all the needs I have, all the desires, all the hopes I have, I don't see everything that he's bringing my way. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping for a parking lot full of people. I don't see it yet, but it's coming. I'm hoping again for a sanctuary full of people. I don't see it. I see some, but I don't see uh, what I hope for. I hope for what I see not. And so when we begin to trust God and, and live by faith, for the just shall live by faith, then hey, you're going to live by faith. You're not just going to exist and take up room. You're going to live. You're going to have a life. I've talked about this a lot lately that, that God came and Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. So when we live by faith, we're moving, we're doing, we're seeing things come to pass. You, you're not just a, 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 faith, a statue full of faith that, that you can't do anything. You're not like a, a wooden carved idol that can't do anything. Let me tell you, you have got power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you have power over all the power of the enemy. And let me tell you, there is nothing more powerful than someone who has faith in God. Because if we have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, we can say unto this mountain, be removed into the sea. And so I want to make sure that when I don't see, it doesn't stop me from believing. I've said before, I don't believe because I have seen but because I, or I don't believe, uh, seeing is believing. I get tongue-tied when I talk about this. But because I have believed, I have seen many, many things. You just come into this thing believing. You come into this thing knowing and believing that God's going to come through. And, and when you start believing, you start seeing. Now, sometimes we come in, I, I did see things happening to other people in church. And I thought, wow, didn't know what to think about it. But I started believing, well, that could be for me. And when I started believing it was for me, then I started seeing things happening in my own life. And so you, you've got to start taking a, a, a leap of faith and start having faith in God and realize that right now, now faith, faith right now when I don't see what's going on because now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is going to bring it to pass, in other words. If you start having faith, you're going to start seeing some things. We walk by faith and not by sight, but when you walk by faith, you start seeing things. You don't start out just looking. You start out in faith, and then you begin to see what God is trying to do in your life. And I want that kind of faith that where even though I can't see what's going on, I can say I know that God is coming through. And so uh, 
If we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? He said, you have need of patience. that After you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. See, the Spirit, the Holy Ghost that's inside of you is a big part of your faith. If you want to have now faith, you better have a Holy Ghost prayer life. Because Jude 1 and 20 says, uh, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, you, if you want to have now faith, you better have a Holy Ghost prayer life because it will build you up. It, and that Holy Ghost faith, that, that kind of faith, when those trials come and hit you and you don't see a way out yet, it keeps you standing strong. You know why uh, people stand and they, they make it through trials and tests and situations and say, like, hey, nothing seems to knock you off your feet. I have now faith. Wow, what are you going to do, man? Where you, you don't have any money. What are you going to do? I'm just going to stay and wait on God because God's going to supply all my needs. I don't see an answer yet. I don't see a way out. I don't see a job yet. I don't see anything working yet, but I have now faith. What's that mean? It means that uh, I know that there is evidence of things yet unseen. I, I know that I don't see everything that's going on. There's some things I can't comprehend yet, but God is faithful who has promised. I do believe that God will do what he said he will do. And there's scripture for that over and over again. And so when we pray in the Holy Ghost, that it makes intercession for us. That's why it's building you up because it, it says uh, he searches the heart and knows what is the mind of the Spirit. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And then we come to this conclusion. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. Once we get established in that now faith, we, we're praying in the Holy Ghost and, and we're, we're, we're in the middle of a storm, we're in the middle of a trial, we're in the middle of desperate need, but all of a sudden we come to this one conclusion that all things work together for good to them who love God and are the called according to his purpose. I realize that whatever's going on in my life has purpose. And guess who sets that purpose up? God does. Because he knows the thoughts that he thinks toward me. Thoughts to give me an expected end. He, he's not going to give me evil. He wants to give me peace. He's going to take care of me. God's going to make a way where there is no way. God's going to make sure I have what I've got to have. And so we know that all things work together for good. That, that comes from having faith in God. And, and so we get to a conclusion here, and that's, that's why this writer is saying, don't throw away your confidence. Don't get rid of things that, that uh, you have in God. Don't, just because you don't see the answer yet, don't cast your confidence away because of what you don't see. We hope for what we see not. When I don't see it, I have hope. If I've got it, why, why am I hoping for what I already got? I'm going to rejoice over what I've got. But hey, let me tell you, you're going to always, because you live by faith, the just shall live by faith. That means you're going to live a life that is full of times where you don't see the answer. But you just keep walking by faith, living by faith, trusting God and having faith. So don't cast away your confidence because of what you don't see. We live by faith. Faith is the substance. That word substance uh, means support or essence or assurance. And so when I don't see the answer, 
I still have support. Faith keeps me grounded. It keeps me, it, it gets up under me and holds me up. It's, it's, it's a, a support system. People say, why you got faith in God? Because it keeps me going. And when I'm in, you know, something we're like, oh, I can have faith for something coming years off. I'm praying for this to happen somewhere down the road. But, but all of a sudden, I get a phone call. Hey, we got your test results back, and here's what we found. Honey, I got to have now faith. I can't throw in the towel. I can't fall apart right there. I've got to say, God is still the healer of all my diseases. I've got to have faith now, even though I don't see healing yet or an answer yet. I've got to have now faith. And so when I live by faith, it, it, that, that's the essence. It's the assurance I have. It's, the, it's what makes it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's, it's what keeps me going. It's what makes up my life. But if I lose faith, I mean, you just look through Scripture. If you lose faith, uh, you, you don't have anything to hold on to. You, you don't have what you need. Uh, you know, we sing a song, even when I don't see it, he's working. And uh, that's got to some time in your life going to become more than a song. You're going to have to make that statement like Job did. I can't see him on either hand. Uh, but what I do know absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt is this. He knows the way that I take. And then Job is basically saying all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Because after that, he says, and when he has tried me, I shall be as gold. He knew that when this is over and done with, I'm going to be richer for the experience. It might be tough. It might be troubling. It might be heartbreaking. But I will be richer and better and more valuable when this is over with than I was before. So we live by faith. And remember that faith support, that's what's holding me up. I'm not standing on my own. You can't stand on your own. You've got to have faith in God. You've got to have, you know, it's got to be made up of something. It's got to, you've got to have some kind of assurance. See, uh, you know, Sarah says that when she was promised a child, said she judged him faithful who had promised. There was an assurance there that, hey, I know I'm old, and I know he's old, and, and I ain't got no idea mentally uh, how this is going to happen. I can't see how this is going to happen. But huh, one time they had to have some now faith at some point because guess what? Here come the child nine months later. So I, uh, somebody had faith, and guess what? The child come just like the Lord said they would. You've got to have faith even when you can't see. Some of y'all's getting tickled out there. <laughs> but it, it, hey, it's the truth. You can't just jump around and say it ain't. It, it happened. Something happened. And <laughs> my wife's going to throw something up here in just a second. Let's sing a congregational. I don't know where we need to go now. Living by faith. Hey, in Jesus above. Praise God. Listen, but you can't lose your faith. <laughs> oh, mercy. Help us, Jesus, right now. Not to lose the service because we're about to lose the service. No, listen. If you lose your faith, though, you'll find yourself in the same place as some people in Scripture. When you lose faith or you don't or maybe you don't have faith at all, the evidence of the unseen, what we hope for, can be right in front of us. It can go unrealized, unrecognized, and unrevealed, which is evident in Philip's life. 
Philip, have I been so long with you and you don't know who I am? If you have seen me, then he had to turn around and say, okay, let me just make it plain. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So he had to say, Philip, see, you're trusting in your sight. He said, have I been all this time with you, worked all these miracles and, and all these things, and you're saying, show me the Father and I'll be satisfied. When you don't recognize or have faith or you lose faith, then the unseen, Jesus is uh, the evidence of the unseen. He is the express image of the invisible or unseen God, which is the Father. He said, so now I have gone unrealized, unrecognized, and unrevealed to you because uh, you not having faith in who I am. John uh, chapter 1, verses 10 and 11 says this, speaking of Jesus, He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. Didn't change the fact He was here doing miracles, doing signs, doing wonders. The world that He made and the world, His own creation, did not know Him. He came unto His own, His own people, and His own received Him not. That is why now faith is so vital to us. I know what the writer's saying here. Now faith is the... But we need to make sure we're understanding that now faith in my present time, where I'm at right now, in my walk with God is vital because as we live by faith, we're going to have some now times when what we are hoping for is not seen. And we're saying right now, I don't see an answer. Right now... I don't see any light in my darkness. Right now, I don't see healing. Right now, I don't see a job. I don't see a way out. I don't see a better future. I don't see a relationship. I don't see a family. I may not see it now, but I have faith now. So I may not see it now, but I have faith now. And if I have faith now, he said, listen, even in these scriptures, I know who he's talking about. He said, you have need of patience. After you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise for yet a little while. And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. That principle will apply to the things you're praying for. Listen, he's talking about seeing the coming of the Lord when the Lord's going to come back and get us when it's time to come. He's going to come. But the scripture also tells me that the vision is yet for an appointed time. God knows when to bring your answer, but you're going to have to have faith or it will go unrecognized. Hey, they were praying for the Messiah. They were praying for the Savior to walk on this earth. And when he walked among them, they missed it. He, he wept over the city. He said, for you did not know the time of your visitation. I walked among you, uh, through you, sat in your synagogues, taught in your synagogues, sat in your homes, and you did not realize who I was. I don't want to miss the time of his visitation, and I don't want to miss when my answer comes. I don't even recognize that's the door I should walk through. I don't want to uh, uh, not have revelation to understand this is the answer. This is what I was seeking because I didn't have faith. I want to have faith that God is uh, uh, doing what he said he would do. So yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. When it's time... It's going to happen. And he said, now the, the just, now, now the just shall live by faith. People live or die in an instant, in a moment. You know how long it takes to take a natural life? 
It can go out just like that. Just like that. In the same way, a life of faith can go out just like that. Just like that. All, if something has to happen. If, if you're not really having faith in God and something terrible comes along, people walk away from God in an instant. Sometimes we call it backsliding. We say, well, it don't happen overnight. But you know what? I have seen people overnight because something terrible happened and they turned around and got angry at God. And, but he said, now the just shall live by faith. But if people start drawing back, he said, I don't, my soul has no pleasure in them, but we are, that's not us. We are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And then it, back to our top scripture, now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for because right now, hey, do you start hoping for an answer a week after you have a problem? No, you start hoping for an answer right away. If the doctor tells you you've got a, a, a deadly heart condition, do you wait two or three months before you start hoping for an answer? You're hoping right now. So you need faith right now. Yes, that's when he says you've got a heart condition. You, you throw your hand on your heart and you're like, in the name of Jesus, uh, he's a healer. He's the healer of all my diseases. And right now, I trust him. Hey, how come you're not falling apart? Hey, it's not that it don't bother me. It's not that it hadn't made me a little worried, but I trust God because uh, right now is when I need faith. Not a week later, not two months later, right now at the onset of it, I need to have faith in God. You know, a lot of things could, uh, we could cut down the timeline of a lot of our trials and tests if we would just have faith at the onset. If we would just start out having faith in God and, and realizing that even if I don't see the answer right now, uh, you know, uh, I have faith in God. So, you know, I may not see what I need to see right now, but I hope for what I don't see. But I do have faith right now, and that's what makes the difference in people. When you continue to read through the book of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7, uh, it talks about Noah, and it says that by faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. It said, Noah, he was warned of God of things not seen as yet. Now, he was warned uh, about a flood. He was warned about uh, people that would, they would die, things like that. But he was also, think, another thing that he had not seen that he was told about was an ark. He had never seen an ark. But it says, he moved with fear and prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Let me tell you, every nail driven was by faith. Every board cut was by faith. Every tree cut down was by faith. And he moved with fear, uh, even though he had never seen a drawing of an ark, plans of an ark. Nobody else had an ark. He was the first ark owner on the planet, the first ark builder on the planet. But before it was an ever an ark it was simply words, unseen words given to him, and he believed in that, and he saved his house. You know what motivated Noah? It was not just, hey, let's build the ark, but it was, I've got to save my family. I want my house. It said he saved his house. When you go on and read the next verse, Abraham, when he was called to go out in a place which he should have to receive an inheritance, he obeyed, went out, but he did not know where he was going. He had never seen the land that God called him to. But Abraham's faith, uh, that now faith to just pick up and leave and go and follow the voice of God, it birthed 
a nation. And now we're grafted into that nation. We're grafted into the vine. So, uh, you know, Abraham's faith, that now faith. Hey, Noah, you can't wait 20 years before you start this ark building project. You got to get on it now. Abraham, I can't wait for you, uh, you know, 10 years to start walking. I need you to go now. God's got a timeline. He said when the, he comes, he, he's going to come and he won't tarry long. He's going to be here on the way as quick as he can be. So whenever you don't see the answer, just have faith in God. Yeah. Have faith. Have faith now. Don't try to work it all out on your own first and then turn around and talk to God. Go ahead and put it in the hands of God. You know, the Apostle Paul uh, went through many trials and tests, but one of my favorite stories of his life is when he was, uh, God had told him, Paul, you're going to testify of me in Rome just like you have in Jerusalem. And so uh, when I, I read that scripture, it, it's in Acts 25, uh, it's a long way reading before you ever find Paul in Rome. And a lot of things happen between the time that God says you're going to go testify of me in Rome. There's a lot of things that he has to endure and go through and talking to people and doing different things. But uh, there is a, a shipwreck that is recorded in the life of Paul. And the story of the storm and the shipwreck uh, gives me a lot of insight into now faith. Because now faith is when you don't see anything but the problem, but you know the answer is coming. And in verse, uh, in Acts 27, 18, it says, Paul, or the writer, which is, they often say is Luke, writing this, says, uh, talking about what they were going through, it says, And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. And on the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. They had done everything they could do. There was a storm. It was uh, throwing the boat all over the place. Water's coming in. They're, they're trying to weather the storm on their own. They're trying to do all they know to do to make sure they don't sink. But it says, And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared. Now, for a sailor in that day, that's vital. Because they navigated by the sun and by the stars. They knew where they were going by the position of the sun. They could tell the time by the position of the sun. And they used the stars to navigate and make sure they were getting to their destination. And when all of a sudden now everything that gives them direction is gone. They can't see a way. They don't know which way to go. You ever felt like that? I don't know which way to go. I don't know what door to walk through. I don't know how to, to, to live in this situation. What do I do? And it says, and when they couldn't see uh, which way to go in the tempest, it says, and no small tempest lay on us. They, they, were, they were still being bombarded. It says, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. Almost every one of them lost Faith, because faith and hope, faith is the substance of things hoped for. They lost hope when they lost uh, their way to navigate on their own. When they couldn't see a way to go, the, the, all their hope was taken away. Well, what do we hope for? We hope for what we see not. But thankfully, there's someone like Paul. It says, after a long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them, and he said, Sir... Now, Paul 
He didn't have no x-ray vision to see the sun or the stars. He was in the same dark circumstance as they were with one difference. He had now faith. He didn't have an answer. He was probably helping them throw stuff overboard, trying to help them do everything they could to save the ship. But finally, Paul stood up and he said, Listen, you should have listened to me and not loosed from Crete and you would have and to gain this harm and loss. But now I exhort you, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar, just reminding Paul of his purpose. Because sometimes when things get so bad, we can forget what God called us to. But back in chapter 25, the Lord told him, said, you're going to be in Rome where Caesar is, and you're going to testify me in Rome before Caesar. It's hard to remember sometimes that God has ordained something in your life when you can't see which way to go. When the way that you normally navigate seems to have, uh, you know, or maybe the rug's just been jerked out from under you. Sometimes it's hard to, to have faith. But Paul said, you know, I'm just as soaking wet as any of you are right now. I've got bumps and bruises from being flipped around in this boat just like all of y'all do. I can't see the stars. I can't see the sun, but I can hear from God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And God sent Paul a word and said, don't be afraid. Uh, You're going to be brought before Caesar and God has given all those that sail with you. So he says, sirs, be of good cheer for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. But hey, let me tell you, you're never going to see that certain island if you throw in the towel. He said, he said everybody's been getting, we're going to all be saved. We're all going to be saved. I believe that. He said, I believe that it will be even as it was told to me. Sometimes you've got to go back and remember what God said to you and say, you know what? I can't see it right. Man, I am just about drowning in this boat. It's raining so hard I'm about to drown. But God said I was going to Rome. Sometimes God will give you a word, and there's a lot of distance between you. I was talking to somebody this evening. I said, the, sometimes between point A and point B, we're at like point A and a half. We hadn't quite got to B yet. You know, we're, and that's a tough place to find yourself sometimes. But if God called you, your call and your gifting, uh, you know, it will make room for you. The anointing will make room for you, whatever God's called you to. There will be a place for you just like there was for Paul. You may not see. He couldn't see Rome, but he knew he was going. And so he just trusted God. And so he, get, he gets on the island. He gets snake bit. That's okay. He just keeps on healing people and preaching to people. And, and guess what? He ends up in Rome, just like God said. Don't bail out. Don't jump ship. Just have now, just have now faith. In Paul's present time, Storm, wind, rain, water. Uh, They were even threatening to kill all the prisoners. He was under threat of death. But right then in that very time, he just said, I believe God. I believe God that it shall be even as it was told to me. That's what you've got to remember. When you've read this word, every promise in the book belongs to every child of God. And when the doctor says this, you can say, I believe it will be just like God's word said, that he is the healer of all my diseases. And, And whenever you find yourself... In, in, in 
times where you feel like you're distressed and anxiety, you got to remember that he said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will come to you. The Bible says God will turn our mourning into dancing. When you don't even see the dance floor yet, you can trust that God is going to come through and turn this thing around. And the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. And boy, it seems like the night can be so long. But guess what? The night never lasts forever. There's always a morning. And he said, and joy comes in the morning. But you've got to have faith now when it's dark. You've got to have faith with tears pouring out of your eyes. You've got to have faith while you're on your knees. You've got to have faith. You've got to keep praying. Hey, sometimes you'll be in the deepest, darkest part of the prison but if you keep praying and you keep praising, the chains will fall off and the doors will fly open. You've got to have now faith no matter where you find yourself. Listen, our now may not be ideal, but the now is fertile ground for the miraculous when we add faith to it. Don't have a now without having faith. Always remember that, that's, hey, that's Bible for your life. The just should live by faith. What kind of faith? Now faith. He said, where do you get that scripture at? It's Hebrews. It says, now faith. When the enemy throws something at you, say, how you feel now? I feel faith now. Now faith. Well, now I've done this, and how you feel? You know, Job, he just said, I'm going to uh, fall down on my knees. I'm going to just worship the Lord and say, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Took all your stuff, Job. How you feel? Bless God. Afflicted your body, Job, how you feel? Bless God. Just praising God through all of it because he had faith right then and there. The Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God's in every part of it. Honey, you can come to the music. I'm going to wind up here and pray for a minute and we'll, we'll let everybody go. But what I want to encourage you with tonight is just when you don't see the answer, because listen, at the beginning, you don't. You don't see, uh, you know, if, if you're in a, uh, you know, in an accident or something happens and now you're injured, you're hurt, and, and hey, you don't see your life back together right then, or you lost your job all of a sudden, or you lost your home and you're, you're, you're on the street and you're trying to figure out what to do, you don't see right away, but it's right then in that terrible storm and that hard trial where you say, but God is faithful who has promised. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You start quoting that word because faith comes by the word of God. You start praying the word and, and quoting the word and reading the word and living in the word of God. And when people say, how can you just go ahead and praise God? You know, Job's wife, I don't know where she was at, man. I don't know where he found her at. But, uh, you know, she come to him. She said, hey, you know what? Why don't you just curse God and die? Why don't you just curse, you know, why are you holding on to your integrity or your faith in God? And what, what are you doing, man? We, you know, hey, those were my kids too, and they're, they're gone. And that was, I, that was my living, my wealth too, and now it's gone. And, and all I got is a husband with his head shaved, boils all over his body. Why don't you just curse God and die? It's, you talk like a foolish woman. You know why we had anything at all that came from God? And this right here didn't happen without God's knowledge. And God's going to be blessed either way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you, you hold on to what you've got in God. He said, cast not away your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. Don't, don't throw away what you've got 
right now. Don't throw it away just because things got hard. Don't throw it away just because you're in the middle of a trial or a test. Uh Uh-uh. You trust God. There's a reward coming behind that. There's something's going to happen for you. You keep trusting God. Oh, I can't see which way to go, Pastor. That's all right. You don't have to see it. Just walk by faith, not by sight. Just you don't have to even feel it. You don't have to have to have uh, any. God don't have to reveal it to you yet. Just trust God. You know, God. Jesus didn't tell them all the time. Hey, this is where we're, we're going to this city, that city. Just follow me. That's what He said. Follow me. So we just follow Him, and but we believe if we're following Him, that His eyes are always over the righteous and His ears are always open to their prayers. And we know that God's going to take care of us. So whatever you're doing right now, we're going to pray for your now. Right, right now, we're going to pray for your now. Whatever's going on in your life now, we're going to pray for that. If it's sickness, if it's job security, if it's your family, if it's your marriage, if it's your kids, whatever it is, we're going to pray for that now, right now, and ask God to give you faith. Because you're going to see an answer. You're going to see God come through in Jesus' name. Let's pray for it. Precious Lord, tonight we give you honor and glory. And Lord, we know that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. There is nothing that happens from point A to point B that you don't know about. Lord, in our walk with you, we have decided to leave it all, drop our nets and follow you. So tonight, God, I'm praying for our church. I'm praying for those that are listening tonight, wherever they find themselves that right now they're going to have faith in you. Lord, in their time of fear, in their time of darkness, they're going to trust you now. They're not going to try to work it out themselves and and let you be the last resort, but right now they're going to put your name on it. Right now they're going to have faith in you. Right now they're going to speak the word in their life and say no weapon formed is going to prosper. Right now they're going to pray and believe that you will supply every need according to to your riches and glory. Right now, God, they're going to believe and have faith that you are the healer of all their diseases, God. You're going to come through, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Worship the Lord for just a moment. Hallelujah. I know it's tough sometimes. I know it's hard. It can be frightening. It can be unnerving. It's stress and anxiety when you don't see the answer. But, hey, we hope for what we see not. We may not see it, but we have faith. We not not see it yet, but we have hope. And we hope that God is going to come through in our hope in Him. Hey, the Bible says, hope maketh not ashamed. Let me tell you, don't feel bad just because, hey, well, I'm having hope. Oh, I'm afraid my hopes are going to be dashed. I hope my hopes are going to be misplaced. But let me tell you, hope maketh not ashamed. Hallelujah. You won't have to drop your head and say, God didn't come through. You won't have to drop your head and say, God didn't hear me. Have faith in God and he'll come through. Praise God. Oh, we love you tonight, God. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and mercy tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the people listening tonight. Bless them. Let your face shine upon them, God. Take care of them, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah, God. Praise God. God's going to come through. He always comes through. Come on, every time we turn around, He's making a way. God's doing it. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Come on, stretch your hands out and believe God wherever you are tonight. Sitting in your living room, hallelujah. Stretch your hands out. Fall down on your knees by your coffee table and just pray to God and trust Him tonight. Hallelujah. He's going to come through. Lay hands on that sick loved one right now and speak wellness and healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God will come through. God is faithful who has promised. Now faith. Hallelujah. I got to have now faith. I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I just know what's going on today. I got to have now faith. The Bible says don't worry about tomorrow. Hey, it'll take care of itself. But you've got today. Whatever you're facing, you're facing it today. Have faith right now. Tonight, wherever you are, have faith in God. He will come through. God bless you. Thank you for joining with us. We appreciate it so much. Praying blessings on you, on your family tonight. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be in service. Uh, We'll we'll make an announcement when we're all coming back. The last Sunday of this month, we'll be back, hopefully having our regular service. That's what we're planning on. We will be live streaming this Sunday. invite you to be with us. God bless you. And you can be dismissed in Jesus' name.